Hi again, everybody. Stuart Gandalf. Today we're leading a podcast with a marketing colleague from down south in San Diego way. Aaron Gare is with us, and we talked a couple months ago, and I was really intrigued by some of the work he's doing. His agency is Grand Design. First of all, welcome, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to talk about experiential marketing, and this is something that is a sort of subspecialty in the world of marketing. It's something that specific agencies do, and if they do it, they do it really well. And Aaron's portfolio has some really intriguing and interesting experiential marketing campaigns, and so I thought it would be fun to talk about what that means what does it look like, and help our readers understand that this is yet another option when marketing. So Aaron, let's start off by explaining to our listeners what exactly is experiential marketing. That's a broad term that probably over the last five years, people are just now trying to figure that out and define that. I can tell you what what I call experiential, and and that's a, a true immersive experience that, that involves engagement, touch, feel physical, social sharing, critiquing, you know, connecting with the brand or the product in a, you know, a cool, unique way that you're actually engaged, you're immersed into that, into that brand. To me, people that twirl signs on the side of the road or what they call brand ambassadors or people passing out stuff for, you know, uh, keychains for Bud Light. And we've all seen that for a number of years. Sampling programs, for instance, have been, you know, doing forever as it still goes in the experiential bucket. But at Grand Design, we define experiential as, you know, a way to participate, a cool, unique way to immerse and to participate in, with that brand in a cool, unique way, a one that you will socially share, one that you gravitate to, and one that is um, uh, part, you're more of a participant and, and you touch, feel, smell, and touches the other senses. So you walk away with a uh, strong recall in the advertising because you've engaged with a brand in, in a cool, unique way, a physical way. One of the things that I related to when I took a look at your portfolio was some of the things you do with Comic-Con. And so for those of our listeners who don't have nerdy, self-proclaimed geeky daughters who love Comic-Con, maybe you don't yeah. understand that world. Maybe you could give a sense of what the Comic-Con reality is like and some of the projects you've done there. Grand Design represents about 132 brands that are a pretty unique group of customers from Wendy's to Netflix to, to TBS uh, doing some big stuff for Universal. And, and the movies all the way down to Hera's Casino and Bob's Burgers. So we have a number of clients from Zappos, uh, who's done it, uh, Tony Shea, who's done a number of big campaigns. But, you know, one of the verticals of our business is Comic-Con and at Comic-Con San Diego, Comic-Con New York. And we're, we're working with uh, partners to do uh, more Comic-Con-esque events. The experiential, uh, and I know that uh, Stuart is a more of a you know healthcare um, uh, driven audience, which which I really um, resonate with. As you know, this is focused on the people that engage with experiential and the true experience or immersive experience with a brand are the millennials, um, and that's 1.6 trillion dollars in spend worldwide. And and uh, how do we reach those millennials? And the number one form of, of, of driving millennials is experiential. So digital, social, television, print, all these different media forms that we all see every day. How do we reach that audience, that particular audience that's uh, very, very sharp? And, and, and the experiential is what drives them. So 
what we've seen is a trend of these experiential campaigns of now taking a lion's share of people's budgets because they're realizing that that is the key to all their other media. And uh, you know, to bring it back to the Comic-Con arena, that is a very, very unique arena that I call a pop culture with television, movies, gaming, and, and comics. As, and that audience is incredibly fanatic. They're very unique, unlike any other demographic, in that they're very clannish, and they are um, a very fanatic group that shares. And, they're, and the audience of that is from 13 on to 65, which is also very, very unique. So that's a, that's a space that I really feel, you know, we've put a lot of eggs in that basket, and we do the Comic-Con experience in San Diego, where we own two-and-a-half-acre lot. We have executions from Cloak and & Dagger and Marvel and eSports and Fortnite and uh, uh, over 20 executions for Shark Week and uh, all kinds of uh, chaos for Comic-Con that gives those that audience, that fanatic audience, a, a way to participate and engage with Adult Swim or TBS with a giant floating island. All of these cool, unique engagements. We have the yachts for Turner Broadcasting and we do interviews on giant yachts with IMBD Gaming. This is what they want. They want panels. They want to participate. They want to engage and they want to share, socially share, most importantly, their cool, unique experience at Comic-Con. We'll have some links at the bottom of the page that'll show some videos of some of the actual experiences that you've created. But for now, like perhaps you can think of one just really interesting one that would that lends itself to describing that our listeners can kind of understand what we're talking about. We've done um, thousands of executions. One that I always talk about that is very simple. Uh, you know, we all we all hear these big movie budgets, and we're like, well, that seems so unattainable. But I've done some campaigns for hospitals. One in particular for Purdue had a one of one of the best uh, surgeons, and uh, his hands have like a ten million dollar insurance policy because he uh, is such a specialist. So what we wanted to do is recreate, or how could we tell the community that they have one of the best surgeons in the world, and uh, and showcase this guy's amazing hands. So what we did is we took in the lobby of the of the uh, hospital, we recreated a giant chandelier that when you looked at it from the side, it, you know, aesthetically it was very, very pretty. But when you looked at it underneath, that chandelier actually was formed in a copy of his hands. So it was an optical illusion in a way. And uh, that created a lot of PR and a lot of social sharing. So that's a uh, that's a simple, a, a simple way to showcase in a very subtle way to showcase something that they could market and brand in the healthcare field without being in your face or without using mainstream advertising. One of the other simple campaigns that we've done is uh, for Monterey Bay Aquarium. We took a uh, Airstream motorhome and recreated a submarine. And what we did is we had captain's hats and we had people with red velvet carpet and we would go to the soccer tournaments and we would go to the communities inside the communities where, where these people were on the weekends at the baseball games or the soccer or picnicking or we would go to the beach and these kids would then be able to come into this uh this this uh, submarine and inside we had all the portals as uh televisions 
and we had a, a narrator that would talk about the otter and where he lives and what he eats and the, and the jellyfish. And it would educate these kids in a really cool, unique way, very subtle way to say, look, you need to go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. This is what you're missing out on. And that, again, I thought was an amazing campaign that didn't cost a lot of money and was able to get in the bedroom communities and really reach people in a way that they wanted to be reached, to engage with Monterey Bay Aquarium. And if you can't be there, well, here's the next best thing. And please come to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. I've, I've also done a big campaign for Las Vegas tourism in the middle of New York and Toronto and Miami and San Francisco, where we had the world's largest ice cream truck that was alcohol-infused ice cream in the middle of Times Square. We had Mario Batelli, the chef, cooking food. We had showgirls from, from the shows in, in Las Vegas. Uh, we had entertainers, magicians, and all saying, hey, you need to come to Las Vegas. So we're recreating all of the great things for Las Vegas to say, you're missing out. You need to come to Las Vegas. The great food, the great shows, the great entertainment. These are true engagement experiences. One of the things that you alluded to earlier, and it's funny how in healthcare, a lot of um, providers, hospitals, and doctors weren't very focused on millennials for a while because they were young. They don't need too many services. But the tidal wave of how millennials are choosing their healthcare has caught their attention and maybe caught them off guard. Um, one of the things that I think is the key point here with the experiential stuff, and you alluded to it earlier, which is that millennials like to share their experiences on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, that's really becoming a big, big part of that. And I'm going to ask you about that in a second. But before I do, the it's funny, I have a vacation rental in Palm Springs. One of the things that we're probably going to do, create a shareable experience because that's what they're doing now with vacation rentals. Is they want to create something that's a very, you know, Instagram moment <laughs> as part of the product. So even something like uh, vacation rentals, you know, that's a big issue is creating some sort of experience that's shareable. Talk about that, and, and is that really the driving force? You know, you have these corporate clients. Why are they doing this? Because, you know, it's unlikely too many people will fly from Times Square or from that uh, event, get on a plane, and go to um, fly out to Las Vegas. But clearly, you're trying to create an impression and reach other people besides the people that happen to show up. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this is a fun part, you know, more focused on you know, people trying to, you know, for their businesses in the healthcare field that, is exciting about experiential. To give you a quick idea, we recreated the It House for Warner Brothers in the middle of a Sunset in LA. It was a real house that we built in 10 days and now is a permanent structure on Warner Brothers lot. There was 35,000 people that walked through this basically haunted house and if you'll see it on our website uh, or I'll share the link. 35,000 people that waited hours in line over a week to go visit this it house. We had over a billion social shares. So some of the things, so it's a driver to all other media. And what they found is that experiential is now the leading form of advertising as the fastest growing. Digital was, is still number one, and it goes digital, TV, print, radio, and out of home. Experiential will surpass all that. And why? Because the millennials. So 96% of millennials that, that participate or engage with a brand will take pictures, will video it, will, will, and then they will share that. And when they share that, 86% of those people they share that video with 
are going to open it and review it. And why? Because it's a, from a trusted source. So what they're finding is that digital advertising, the number one form of advertising today or ad spend today, is with an experiential campaign increases the digital buying tenfold. So what they found is that they need to do an experience or a great engagement, which when they do their digital advertising resonates more because they've built a brand with the millennials. So this is, you know, this is not Europe as the first ones to really do experiential. They were about five or six years ahead of the U.S. and really doing unique engagement uh, experiences in Europe. And now we're finally in the U.S. figuring this out. And so when you go and you do a great experience for your brand, all of the other media is, it's kind of the gasoline. So for 13 quarters in a row, it's the number one spin for advertising, the fastest growth. And what they've found is they have ROI and they can actually track these unique things. 93% of the brands say it's more effective than TV. 79% are increasing their budgets next year into experiential. It is the wave of the future and it's driving all your other media. If you do something great, you can get great PR, you can get great social sharing, you can get great brand awareness for your digital because you've done something unique and engaging, focused on that millennial audience. And of course, old guys like me uh, participate as well, but it seems to be the driving force for millennials to build a brand, to build a trusted brand. And when they share that with their network, those people review it because they trust their friends and family. Most private practices probably aren't going to do too many experiential things, though it could certainly happen. Uh, hospitals that may be appropriate for uh, may have a bit more of a budget, but how do you, you know, healthcare isn't cool like Comic-Con. It's easy to do, you know, entertainment figures like The Simpsons or something like that. When you talk about healthcare, there has to be a conservatism about it, and it doesn't lend itself as easily. If you were faced with helping a healthcare client, what kinds of things would generate the better ideas, the things that were more likely to catch on? I used to own a company called uh, Elite Media that was uh, focused on preventive care and worked with managed care, WellPoint, a number of Blue Cross, Blue Shields, Cigna. So I also have a, a special needs child that, that has 24-hour uh, nurse care uh, that we talked about. Again, you know, so I really resonate with that whole uh, field, uh, the medical field, uh, the hospitals, as well as managed care. And, uh, and I get it, especially as it pertains to HIPAA and things that you can or can't do. But there are a number of really, really creative uh, concepts that I think answer to that. And you, you said it best. There is a great way to take something maybe that's a little bit uh, more mundane uh, and create some excitement. And it could be simple things. You know, we've done many things where we have backpack jet packs of coffee where that we go out with donuts and coffee on behalf of a hospital or, or health plan for all the nurses before they start their day just to thank them. We've also done things where we, like I've mentioned, highlighting the great doctors that they have in a cool, unique way, as I mentioned, and I gave you an example. So you could do lots of things that are feel good for uh, the hospital, but it gives you a great platform to showcase uh, some of the great things you've done, a number of patients that you've taken on or cost savings that you have. 
in a, in a cool way. So when you, when it's kind of think of like the tobacco ads, you know, when you see, when you hear that, you know, uh, a million people are dying from, you know, uh, cancer, tobacco, uh, and that, that's just a big number, but how can you showcase that? And what do they do? They put, you know, hundred thousand pairs of shoes in the middle of Times Square. That makes it more real because you're like, wow, that's a lot of people. And so when we've done stuff, we want to be able to put a visual to it and a way to participate in that. One of our health plans, what we did is a mobile tour where we, we helped uh, the homeless, where we went out on these, basically a mobile salon. And we were able to come in and bring people in to get haircuts and, and to uh, provide them product for them to leave. And it was a, it was a great feel-good campaign again. But you could showcase the number of cost savings, the number of patients that you help, your amazing surgeons. You just have to do it, in a, obviously, in, in a really like visual way. Instead of putting a big number, you can do some really creative things. That, that make it resonate more with people and make it real. And they go, wow, that's, that's a lot of lives that they've saved, or that's a lot of patients that they service, or those doctors uh, are very, uh, you know, at the highest level, maybe it's level of education and showing that in a touch, feel, visual way more than just in words. And that's what we focus on in experiential. Love the topic. I always think it's fun. Um... And I pick on Comic-Con only because it's such a, you know, fun, creative environment, but also you're doing lots of great work. So I will make sure we put up some uh, of the examples of uh, your work on our website on that same page for the podcast so our listeners can review them. I think it's a very exciting time. I think the whole experiential thing is exploding. And the key there is, you know, targeting millennials, getting them to share with their friends is the real headline to me of how powerful this can really be. So thank you so much for participating today. I thought it was great. You did a good job, Aaron, so thank you. 